What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Today I'm going to be telling a, a long version of my worst enemy that I had in middle school, okay? I'm going to call him Creepy Lizard Man because, you know, that's basically what he is now. Regardless, it's probably going to be a pretty long video. I know you guys really like when I make them long, so I figured I would tell this one. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into my worst enemy of middle school. Be sure to press the like button or no joke no scam, you will actually have to fight the creepy lizard man in your dreams. Let's go. Alright, so as I've said, this was genuinely like my worst enemy in middle school. To make it, you know, a little bit more fair, I didn't even want this to be beef, dude. I swear this kid just decided that he was gonna be my mortal enemy for some bizarre reason. I don't know if my vibes were just kind of off when we met or what, you know, maybe his third eye saw something I didn't. But genuinely, me and this kid just like ended up being worst enemies for basically an entire year and it was the catalyst for me realizing that like oh sometimes people just suck I think up until this point in my life everyone that I had kind of not gotten along with I ended up being able to see eye to eye with but me and this dude just did not get along and nothing really ever happened to fix it regardless though uh <laughs> let's get into the video so on the first day of seventh grade I was taking pre-algebra and all of my friends were in the class but sure enough I was the fifth friend and tables only had four seats. And because my class was all the way across campus, I had just gotten there late, so my other four friends had gotten a table together and every other seat was filled, so I ended up having to sit in the corner at this table that only had two desks next to this kid that, you know, I'm not saying, like, deservingly had a reputation, but had a reputation for definitely being a little bit kind of weird. Regardless, I was just trying to make the most out of the situation, so I sat down and was just kind of trying to like make the most of it and give him the benefit of the doubt even though I had heard that he was kind of mean and weird and from the moment I sat down I instantly realized he was kind of smelly like I didn't really know what the smell was but it smelled kind of sour almost like imagine all like a warhead taste but as a smell and I was trying to be polite and I just said hello to him and you know asked how he was doing and he just like looked up from his paper and just gave me a death stare dude like this brutal like do not talk to me death stare so immediately I was like all right, this is how it's gonna be. I sat down, our teacher walked in, you know, she's doing her whole welcome to math class, blah, 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 blah. And then she did what most middle school teachers do, which is like, they didn't really want to plan anything for the first day of school. So they just had an assignment where you were supposed to talk to everybody at your table and like get to know them because we were going to be doing a lot of group math this year. So you were going to have to get to know everybody that you were going to work with. And naturally, you know, I was kind of dreading this because I had tried to say hi to this dude and he had given me a death stare before. Like, I was literally just trying to say hi, and homeboy was having none of it. Uh-uh. So, because our assignment is get to know each other, I kind of start trying to ask him questions, and he's just doing the thing again where, like, I would ask a question, he would just give me this death stare and ignore me and, like, keep going back to writing stuff down. But the stuff that he's writing down isn't really anything logical. Like, I'm kind of reading it as he's writing it, and it's just kind of buzzwords, you know? He's like, oh, investments in, like, uh, return ratio, but like there's no numbers, there's no actual logical string, like it's almost like he's just writing buzzwords down that he heard while listening to CNBC while his dad was watching it, you know what I'm saying? So finally I just ask him a question, I'm like, oh, what are you writing? Because it doesn't make sense to me and he was ignoring all my other questions, so I tried to maybe ask him something about like what he liked and he like slams his pen down all mad and he looks at me and just says I don't need any friends, okay? 
okay? I'm a businessman, and I don't need people like you trying to leech off me, so how about you just shut up and, like, mind your own business? And I'm sitting there stupefied, bro, because I'm not trying to leech off you. I don't know who you are. All I know is that everybody else in the school has told me that you smell bad, and I should just genuinely avoid you. So, yeah, when I'm just trying to be nice and, like, become your friend, the first thing you do is ignore me and then snap at me and say that, like, you don't need friends and I'm a leech? I obviously was like, damn, this is how it's gonna be. This is gonna be a rough year. I genuinely was just asking him about what he was doing, you know, something he was actively doing right then, something I thought he was interested in. And his response is to just tell me to shut up and not talk to him. And so the next day, we had this, like, little practice test to judge what level we were at math. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we got the test handed out, and we were sitting next to each other, and this dude, like, pulled out these folders. I don't know if anyone else had to do this, but back in elementary school, whenever our teachers thought we were going to cheat on a spelling test or something, they would, like, make us get these little folders and put them up on our desk so you couldn't see the papers. However, after, like, you know, third grade, we just stopped doing it. This dude, in the middle of seventh grade, pulls out these two Lightning McQueen folders and puts it up and is, like, covering his paper. And when I ask him what he's doing, he says, I know people like you want to cheat. I didn't really understand what he meant, and I was just like, all right, my bad, dude. So I went ahead and take my practice test, and, like, the entire time he's, you know, staring at me. Anytime I would look over, he'd cover his paper and be like, you can't cheat. Like, even if I wasn't trying to cheat, dude, if I was just looking at the clock, he was freaking out every time I looked over my shoulder, and I was like, god damn, this dude is paranoid. I don't know what his problem is, but it genuinely felt like he just had a problem with everything I was trying to do. Anyways, James Bond over here is, like, trying to keep his secret, you know, test to himself. But after we finish, our teacher does the whole pass-to-the-left method, which means that, like, he's grading my paper, and I'm grading his. And I'm expecting this dude to be some type of, like, genius, you know. He told me he's a businessman who doesn't have time for friends. He's acting like his math answers are, like, gold at Fort Knox, dude. He brought his own folders to prevent me from cheating, which... You know, listen, cheating in math class is just supposed to happen, let's be honest here, like... It's just what's supposed to go down. No one wants to actually do math. I don't remember anything I learned in math class. I just remember how I cheated in math class. Anyways, I'm grading his paper, and he literally gets every single question wrong. And I change a few of his answers as I'm grading it, because I figured that's just what you're supposed to do. Like, anytime I feel like you're grading someone's paper, as long as they're relatively nice, then, you know, you just help them out. You don't want their grade to suffer too bad. So, as I say, he gets every question wrong, so... I change a majority of his answers. I think I ended up giving him, like, a 71%, which, if you're cheating, like, if you're really failing a class, when you cheat, you gotta aim low, you know, go mid B or, like, high C, low C's even, because they're not gonna question that. Like, if you're normally a D student and out of nowhere, you just start 100%ing every test, it's gonna be obvious. Not to mention, it's to judge our skill, and I knew that, like, it probably wasn't a good idea to get 100%, because then he might get moved to a harder class, which, in retrospect, before the rest of this story, you know, you're probably, like, I, I probably should have just tried to get him out of the class, to be completely honest with you, but regardless, I change his answers, I try to help him out, because it was for, like, a grade. So he hands me back my paper, and he had written idiot and stupid next to the two questions I got wrong, bro, which is just rude. Like, first of all, getting two questions wrong really isn't that bad, especially on the first, like, 
week of school where we haven't even learned anything, you know? This isn't the end of year exam. And even then, I'll defend it now. I probably wouldn't be able to, like, only miss two at this point. But seriously, he had written idiot and stupid on my paper, which didn't really bug me. Like, I wasn't sad about it, but it just pissed me off more than anything because I had literally just had to, like, spend all this time changing his answers because he was too dumb to actually get them right and whatnot. And so he gets his paper back and he looks at me and he's like, how do you know that I got these wrong? And so I just, like, roll my eyes and point to the screen where the answers are literally up on screen. And he's like, yeah, sure, I bet you you didn't even check it right. And is pissed off as if I made a mistake, even though I had literally just changed his answers to the right one. Imagine somebody trying to, like, accuse you of purposely trying to sabotage their grade when you're literally helping it. And then them being too much of a jerk to even accept the fact that you might be helping them, bro. So I was just straight up annoyed at this point. He starts double-checking it and, like, hiding his new answers. You know, I'm the only reason you got to see in the first place. And at that point, I just realized that this kid, for some reason, just does not want to be my friend. You know, like, the idea from my mom of, oh, if somebody's mean, it just means they want a friend, is always, like, sometimes it's just not the case. You know, here I am, literally trying to be friends with this dude. I'm trying to make his grade better. And he's still a jerk, dude. Like, I'm not going to put in all this effort if I get nothing. I, I tried. And that's what I would genuinely say to people like if someone's being a jerk to you try to be nice genuinely try to be nice and if they reject you genuinely trying to be nice at that point I feel like you don't have to be nice anymore I'm not saying I was like gonna go out of my way to destroy this kid's life but once that happens and you know he's mad at me for trying to help his grade out I'm like all right no more mr. nice guy you know not no more mr. mean guy but I just decided to completely stay out of his way and he would still you know get mad every now and then if my papers ever crossed onto his desk he would like shove them off he refused to help me with anything if I was confused you know and refused to ask for help he wasn't very good at math but like somehow in his head he had convinced himself that the teacher was actually wrong which doesn't make much sense bro like her job is literally to teach math and math isn't really something where there's like different answers you know math is very right or wrong it's not like there's a science where you could disagree on the premise that the teacher is teaching. Like, dude, the answer is either right or wrong. You can't make up your own math. That's just not how it works. Anyways, other than him just kind of getting mad at me every now and then, I genuinely just tried to stay out of his way because I just didn't want to fight with him. He smelt really bad, he didn't like me, and like he just didn't even want to try to accept help, so there was no reason for me to put in a bunch of effort trying to be his friend, and, and I stand by that. The rest of the year, though, does get worse because he's just like mumbling about this business, apparently, that he runs underneath his breath. None of it ever actually makes sense. And towards the end of the year, like the last quarter, we actually did trimesters and middle school so the last trimester he started to smell really bad like it got progressively worse way 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 worse it was almost like he was rolling around in whatever smelled horrible you know what i'm saying and it got so bad that I would, like, spray my hoodie with Axe before I went in there and cover my face. I had the stereotype of being covered in Axe, but it wasn't because I wanted to smell good for the girls in my class. It was because I sat next to a kid who probably was genuinely a biohazard dude. Like, I don't understand why he smelled so bad at this point. I ended up finding out that's coming later in the video, but, like, genuinely, this kid started to smell horrible. 
But because we were like the only two that sat together, sure enough, you know, my teacher just didn't really do anything about it. There wasn't anywhere else for me to go. Every other desk was filled. And it was better than sitting on the floor, I guess. Like in retrospect, I probably should have just sat on the floor. But I was wearing a mask before it was even cool. Okay, I was a little bit of a trendsetter. Sure, it was because I sat next to a kid that like somehow managed to smell like lizard piss. But still, you know, I did wear it before it was cool. Take that, everybody. I'm a trendsetter out here. Everybody thinks I'm falling off when I'm really the person behind all these crazy trends recently. But, you know, I was just kind of miserably stuck there and math class is already bad enough. And one day I look over and he's writing this business stuff down again and curiosity gets the best of me because it still doesn't make sense. Like, genuinely, it's just kind of scrabbling with just business buzzwords kind of written really big everywhere. And it's the same business buzzwords from the beginning of the year. Like, it wasn't like, you know, he learned how to do all these things and at the beginning he was just kind of learning the basics and now... It was advanced, like it was the same thing all year, so I decide to just ask about it. So I ask him to explain what he's always writing down and mumbling about and talking about. And his eyes light up really wide, and that probably should have been my first warning, because like, you know, all year this dude's just kind of been trying to fight with me and go crazy, and suddenly he looks excited. And knowing how crazy he is, I probably should have realized that getting a crazy person excited is just probably never a good idea. And he starts telling me that the business he's always talking about is he's going to breed lizards, and he's going to sell them to the people who live under the sewers in Las Vegas because they want pets that can survive down there because dogs don't like to live in sewers. Which, I mean, to be fair, I do not think dogs like to live in sewers, but uh, I also don't think there's a massive population of people living under Las Vegas. There's always been rumors of like a massive homeless colony down there, and while that might be true, I also feel like a bunch of homeless people probably don't have the money to be buying exotic lizards from a middle schooler from like a town from kind of far away. I mean, Henderson isn't super Super far away from Las Vegas, I guess. But at the same time, dude, like, in order to sell to lizard people under the sewer, you would kind of have to know the people under the sewer. And how is a middle school kid gonna get contacts with a secret underground society? Hey, I've got some pretty cool pets, dude. So he says that, and obviously, I'm more curious now because, you know, when someone says their business plan is like, Hmm, have I ever told you about the idea of being a pet provider for the people who live in the sewer under a major metropolitan area? You're interested, like, regardless of whether or not you think it works as a business concept, I I just wanted to know more. So he starts telling me that the reason that he smells so bad all the time is he has a secret lizard farm in his closet. He had captured some lizards, like out in the wild and made them uh, breed. And then he had been like breeding the breeding pairs. So basically just inbreeding lizards in his closet. Keep in mind, I'm like 12, barely, maybe. Like I, I might've been, you know, almost 12 years old. And this dude is telling me that he has a secret lizard farm in his closet, and that's the reason that he smells so bad all the time. And I mean, that did make sense. So before I believe him, you know, I'm like, hey, can I see pictures? And for some reason, he trusts me, and he says yes. And the reason that I think he trusts me is because I was giving him, like, quote-unquote business advice the entire time. And I'm gonna make this clear now, I'm not a business expert. Like, genuinely, you know, if you've got a business plan, I'm probably... Probably not the person to come to with it. But I was just giving him like really obvious advice that you should probably just know if you're gonna make a business. Like I asked him how much he was going to sell lizards for, right? Because 
I don't know if you have a lizard selling business. I feel like having a price is pretty important. Well, apparently he's just never thought of that dude because he's treating me like I'm a business genius. And he's like, yes, of course, I'll bring pictures, but you have to give me, you know, more business advice because clearly you know what you're talking about. And I'm sitting there, a 12-year-old, not knowing what I'm talking about at all, who's like, you know what? Yeah, I do know. Sure, I really want to see a picture of this magical lizard colony. So, you know, the year's coming to a close. We only have a couple months left. So, sure enough, the next day he strolls into class with a little bit of extra pep in his step. And it's because he thinks he's about to blow my mind. And blow my mind he did, ladies and gentlemen. So he comes in and on this old android, he shows me this picture of lizards in this like makeshift box. And you know, they had a heat lamp, they had water, they had food, but very clearly it's like a makeshift enclosure in this dude's closet. I can tell that that's all there is. You know, it, it's not like a, a picture from a pet store. It's not his dad's lizards. This is very clearly like some setup in his closet. And first of all, I just got a question. What in the world makes you want to do this? Like, at what point are you like, eh, better go find lizards? You know, first of all, how do you tell a lizard's gender? I don't know, but find them and then sell them and then just keep inbreeding them, which can't be good for them until like, oh, I'll get enough and then I will go find the secret society of people who live under the city and I will sell it to them as pets because somehow these lizards, which need heat to survive, will do great in the cold underground area. It doesn't make sense. Like, even if, even if there was swamp people buying stuff in Las Vegas, lizards need heat. That's why they do so well in the desert. Like, it just doesn't make any sense, but... Whatever, he shows me the picture, and then he basically says, look, if you help me figure out how to sell these lizards, and I know that there's really no way for us to turn it into a uh, into a business, but for some reason I keep listening. If you help me, I'll be nicer to you, and like, you know, I'll do all the math work. And our teacher loved group work, so I'm like, all right, I really won't have to do anything in class, and I'll basically just have to do like the most basic business work ever, because... As I've said, this kid knew literally nothing. Like, he thought I was a genius for telling him to pick a price that made him make money. And I would never do it again, but I'm in seventh grade, so I'm not the smartest person to exist. And, you know, what he's asking me to do really isn't that hard. To set up a business plan... Like, especially one that's not actually gonna ever be a real thing. I don't have to do any legal paperwork. I'm not setting up any copyright rules. I'm literally just being like, if it costs you $10 to raise a lizard, you have to sell it for 12 That's all he's expecting. And I'm in seventh grade. It's not like I knew what I was doing either. And he tells me the reason he wants me to make a business plan is he's gonna go to his dad and ask him to invest in the business plan. And, you know, I think uh, if I was a business investing person, like somebody who invested money in businesses. I don't think I would ever invest in a breeding operation run without licenses in a middle schooler's closet, but hey, he wanted me to make this presentation so he could get his dad to invest. I'm going to interrupt the story time for a second. On screen is an Xbox gift card. Whoever gets it, gets it. But basically, it's just a way for me to say thank you. I give one away every day to all my subscribers. So if you aren't subscribed already, you should take a second to. Apparently, like 80% of the people who watch my videos aren't. And uh, I don't know. I literally give away free money every day. And it's free to subscribe. You can always unsubscribe later. And if you're going to sub, you might as well turn on notifications. So you never miss an upload. And uh, yeah, that's enough of me asking you to subscribe let's get back to the video thank you very much and i appreciate everyone who subscribed and uh yeah let's go
So whatever, he's doing a lot of the schoolwork, and I'm just making the most terrible business plan ever. Keep in mind, I'm in seventh grade. He thinks I'm smart, but I just know the bare minimum. So after he tells me that the plan is going to go to his dad, I'm like, there's no way his dad is going to say yes, right? So we make this business plan in math, and it takes me a little bit. And it makes as much sense as a seventh grader's business plan probably would. So none. However, you know, it's banking on the fact that, like, People would buy everything. We would never have any inventory that, you know, the cost of raising them wouldn't go up with more lizards. Just, it, it was really bad. Like, genuinely, it was bad. It was, it was, it was what you would expect from a child. So, uh, I finish it. It takes me a couple weeks, and he's like, do you think my dad's going to say yes? And I look at him, and I go... I don't know, um, but it's a business plan. Like, I don't tell him that his dad's going to say yes. I'm not hyping him up. I'm not making him think he's going to be the next Jeff Bezos out here. Like, But for some reason, he's pretending that he's going to become, you know, the next Mark Cuban Shark Tank guy. He's like, dude, once we get this investment money, like, uh, we, we, he starts using we a lot. So I kind of calm him down. I'm like, listen, this isn't an us thing. I help you set up the business plan, but that's kind of all I want to do with this. Like, once you get your dad's investment, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with it. And he's kind of like, oh, okay, well, like, I thought we were kind of a team now. And I don't know where he had gotten the team theme from. Like, I was just kind of helping you out so you would do the math work. Like, I, I don't really believe in this business plan long term. I didn't say that. I was pretty nice about it. But, you know, I'm like, look, if you get this investment, you're kind of on your own. And uh, he was pretty upset about that, but he was still pretty hyped that, like, he was going to run this business. And I kept trying to bring him down to reality. I kept saying, you know, what if your dad says no? What if your dad says no? But he just refused to accept the fact that his dad might say no. Keep in mind, this plan makes no sense. There is no reason for any sane adult to give a middle schooler money to raise pets in his closet to sell to sewer people. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I've said swamp sewer people. I'm sorry. They're basically interchangeable to me, okay? Because, like, I, I don't know. They both start with S, right? It, it's a sewer person. That's what his plan was, but swamp people is close enough, I, I, I guess. I don't know. I'm not Scooby-Doo. It's not like I care. So he goes home over the weekend basically assuming that he's gonna get an investment, and I go home and forget about it because I really didn't care that much. Like, it wasn't like it was some deep passion for me to suddenly get into the lizard business. It was never something that I really wanted to do in the first place. And this dude comes back in the next day, and I was already in class, and he slams his backpack down and he's like, do you have any idea how mad I am at you? And obviously, I, I didn't, so I very calmly am like, no, I don't. And he says that his dad didn't invest in his company, and it's totally my fault because I made the business plan. Keep in mind, it wasn't my idea for the business. No, no, no. His dad didn't invest because of my plan, not because of anything else. I'm not saying I didn't have any part of it, right? Like, obviously, a little part of it was my plan. But yes, I do think it might be a little bit insane to say that it's 100% on me that your dad didn't invest in your business, because let's not forget forget that your business is the dumbest idea ever. Let's just break it down, dude. What was his pitch? Were they eating Cheerios together? Hey, dad, give me your hard-earned money. Also, I've been secretly growing lizards in the closet. I highly doubt that your dad would ever be cool about that. Like, how did you explain that? Awesome. I want to preface this. This business pitch I'm about to give you involves why I smell so horrible all the time. Also, there's a very illegal operation going on inside of your closet right now. Want to turn it into a business? Give me my money and endorse it like dude yes it's somehow my 
my fault that your dad said no to any of this. So I guess his dad also took away the lizards because uh, obviously his dad is a reasonable adult who realized that it's a horrible idea to have lizards in your closet. It's inhumane and bad and uh, his son gets in trouble. And somehow this is like all on me. He's saying that it's my fault that his lizards got taken away and he's being loud and he like stops and stares all of a sudden in the middle of yelling at me about how it's my fault that his lizards got taken away and I'm ruining his life. It's all me, me, me. It's all my fault. And like I said, I did make the pitch, but like, your dad probably said no and took them away because he's a reasonable adult. But he stops and looks at me and he says, oh, do you have anything to say for yourself? Which is a really dumb thing to say to somebody who like, always has something to say for themselves, especially when you're just being dumb. So I start trying to explain as well as I can about how dumb he's being. You know, I start saying that you can't blame me for your dad deciding to take away your lizard breeding operation that you were secretly running behind his back, dude, because if I found out that someone was secretly running an illegal animal breeding thing behind my back, I would be pissed. So I'm not too surprised that your dad shut it down. Also, it's just like very inhumane to raise lizards like that. I was a dumb kid, but even I realized that capturing wild animals and forcing them to inbreed and live in a closet is terrible. And I, I said that, and I'm explaining all of this to him, and the entire time he's kind of nodding his head yes, and so for some reason I'm assuming that any of this is getting through to him, like there's any part of this that's actually going through his skull, which, you know, when you're dealing with somebody this crazy, it is probably a little bit too much to ask for. Like, yeah, I probably had a bit too much hope to assume that anything was going to make sense. So the first thing he says after I've explained all of that is he says that I'm jealous of his business idea, and that's why I'm trying to steal it and turn him down and make him feel bad so I can take it for myself. Yep, after all of that very logical explanation and the duh things I've pointed out, I am now going to capture two wild lizards, make my entire closet smell horrible, make me smell horrible, just to steal your horrible business idea that even your own dad didn't want to invest in, bro. But regardless, he just keeps pressing on, repeating that I'm jealous, and just admit that I'm jealous, so I just decide to go, yeah, I'm jealous, as sarcastically as possible, because he kept asking me to admit it, and I thought it was gonna be funny. But of course, as soon as I say that, he's like, yeah, exactly, I knew you were jealous. Keep in mind, I'm being sarcastic, just trying to be like, yeah, dude, I'm so jealous. Well, in my response to sarcasm, he decides that he's gonna, like, take it super literally, and I should have known not to use sarcasm, and he, like, drops into this stance, and he screams. Keep in mind, we're in class, so everybody turns. From this moment forward! And, like, the teacher looks up. We will be sworn enemies till the end! Like, once I admitted I was jealous, dude, he just decided that we were both in the middle of an anime arc, and I had just confirmed that I was the bad guy. So, I just start laughing at this point, because this dude is really acting like an anime character. I jokingly say that I'm jealous of his lizard-selling business, and he decides to respond by saying that I am now his sworn enemy till the end of time. And, like... I'm laughing, you know, and he gets all pissy and, you know, and uh, our teacher makes us all settle down and he's just all huffy and puffy next to me. And for the rest of the year, dude, he would like try to sabotage me, but just in really lame ways. So uh, a couple specific times, because I know people are going to ask, like he would put thumbtacks on my chair, which obviously, wow, that's pretty mean. But the only problem is that really only works if it's like a clear one, right? But yeah, when I would walk into class and there would be like a bright yellow thumbtack on my chair it was pretty obvious it was there and I could just you know 
avoid it pretty easily. Like, every day he would try something. Usually it was something dumb. Sometimes, you know, I remember another time when I took a test, he did another version of the test, wrote my name on it, and tried to turn it in as me. But it was near the end of the year, so the teacher knew my handwriting and his, and it was really obvious, and he got in trouble for it. You know, he would always, like, bump my arm when I was writing. If he got there before me, he would, like, sit where I sat yesterday because he thought my chair in particular was what I really liked. You know, like, he he was just doing little stuff like that as my sworn enemy, which I'm going to be honest, if you say that you're my sworn enemy till the end of time and the worst thing that you do is sit in my chair, like, eh, all right, I can have you hate me a bunch. Like, you know, sure, I don't want anyone to hate me, but as far as things go in terms of annoying me, like, sitting in my chair is pretty bottom of the barrel. That really doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of making me, like, want to do anything about it. Regardless, he sure enough was my very sworn enemy, dude. I didn't even have to try to win. He would just beat himself. Like, he would get in trouble for the thumbtacks. He got in trouble for trying to swap out our tests. Like, a lot of trouble, because that was academic dishonesty, you know. Our school took that seriously. I'm not saying they should have. Like, I never snitched. He would just get himself caught because he wasn't very good at it. So, I basically just won without even having to play. And uh, the year after that, we didn't have classes together. So, you know, he kind of dropped it. He still tried basically every very, very rarely, increasingly rarely as we grew up to, like, you know, screw me over, start rumors about me and whatnot. But for the most part, he left it alone, like, after we stopped having a class together. But yeah, for the rest of the year after, I ruined his business with my jealousy. He was, like, actively trying to ruin my life. But hey... Well, what's a good story time without somebody out there who gets mad at you because you shut down their illegal lizard breeding operation? You know what I call that? A boring story time. You can say a lot, but you can't say many YouTubers got it like that. Anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you left a like and a comment. If you don't know what to comment, go ahead and just comment the word, uh, I, I don't know, lizard down below. I would really appreciate it. It helps the video do better. And as I said, you should subscribe. It's free. It costs you nothing, and uh, it does help me out a lot, so I would appreciate it. Turn on those noties. Other than that, you should check out the merch. Link is in the description. It's pretty swagtastic if I get to say so myself, and if you want more content, I do have a podcast called The Scuffed Cast. I'll put a link in the description as well. My TikTok is at Scrubby Stories. I post on there every day if you want, like, smaller content from me that's not 30 minutes. And, uh, yeah, the Instagram's at Scrubby, Twitter at Scrubby underscore 69. Other than that, guys, don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot. Thank you everybody who supports the channel and hopefully I'll see you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.